It's like Cory in the House, but with more attempted murder. We're talking first kid on today's... We're not affiliated with Netflix. Welcome to Kid Flicks, the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kid's movie ever made. I'm your host, Ross Wiseman, and this show is not for kids, so turn this off and write long, eloquent prose on a message board. Uh, my guest today, he is a writer, producer, and actor, and the star of the film Body Swap, uh, which you can see all over the place. Um, it's Jimmy Custis. Hey, Jimmy. Hi. How are you? I'm good. You? Thanks. Thanks so much for coming on. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, just go to bodyswapmovie.com and you can check out the trailer there. Yes, bodyswapmovie.com. Exactly. And uh, you'll see that there is uh, a link for that in the description of this episode. Um, so yeah, I figured before we get into the movie that we're talking about today, which is First Kid, so you can see that on Disney Plus if you have not seen it like I had until this afternoon. Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about Body Swap movies. So uh, like I said, and like you said, um, you wrote and starred and produced uh, this movie. So uh, first of all, just uh, tell us a little bit about it. Well, I, back uh, maybe even 10 years ago, I decided on writing a screenplay for the first time. And uh, uh, in that time, we made a little zero-budget movie where we improvised the whole thing. And so I got it back out, and I brushed it up, and it was a body swap comedy where the loser swaps bodies with a uh, career businesswoman mm-hmm. and so i thought that'd be funny because we've seen the romantic comedy we've seen body swap comedies and i thought it'd be fun to see them both in the same thing so i went yeah. that direction exactly and i i love body swap movies we we've weirdly despite this <laughs> i've been doing this show for three years we've only reviewed a single body swap movie um we've reviewed the uh they made a freaky friday musical two years ago for the Disney channel. And it's, bu- it's oh. bananas if you've never seen it. Oh, cool. But uh, I think there's something so fun and interesting about body swap uh, movies. Not, you know, there's the classic thing of seeing uh, your life, uh, your uh, someone else's life through their eyes for a day or a month or whatever spell needs to be broken in order to fix things. But uh it's just it's kind of like superhero movies in a weird le- in a weird way of just like experiencing yeah. just this weird uh alien sensation that you can't even imagine because uh it's it it's just something that doesn't happen in this unfortunate reality that we live in uh these days. So like what what kind of uh drew you to the genre? You said that uh this kind of came from improv? Um well, the first movie we did called New Cops was an improvised movie. This one uh, oh, was okay. scripted, um, but uh, I came from the idea of just uh, romantic comedy s- switched, uh, smashed with a uh, body swap comedy, and uh, and just so happens they did a horror movie at this year where it's a horror movie and a body swap uh, together. Yeah, and that's right. Processor, and then uh, our actress Katie Geralt actually did a movie, uh, Little which is a body swap comedy. Um, she, uh, I don't think she's in the final movie, but she was on there for a day or two shooting a scene. Uh, so they've released like three body swap comedies in the time we've been playing all these <laughs> film festivals. Cause we're an independent film and we've had to, we yeah. don't just go straight to theaters and do all that stuff where, um, but now we're out and we're out on a Vimeo 
uh, body swap movie. Like I said, bodyswapmovie.com takes you to the Vimeo and then hopefully, well, at least be on Amazon and then hopefully iTunes, uh, Redbox and all those here soon. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I just commend you for just finishing something. I mean, oh, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I think it's, <laughs> it's, def- it's definitely something that uh, I think all of us have been struggling with during quarantine and even uh, just any small task. Like I have, I can't tell you how many things I just have on my computer or uh, in my notes app that I'm like, one day I'll make that into something. But I mean, uh, like I got to give you your props for. I just... applaud you for working hard on these podcasts. Oh, thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> um, so I, I guess let, let's get into um, First Kid a little bit. So, what? Why did you choose this movie? What kind of uh, is it? A, was it a party? Maybe for just because I saw kid flicks and I was like, I I remember this movie from a, being a kid. I saw it when it was out. Um, I just recently watched it just today to get brushed up on it. Uh, I probably haven't seen it since the '90s, maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so it's a it's a fun one. It's uh it's it's interesting for a PG movie of the gunplay and everything in it. Yeah, uh, there there's so much weird gun. So at the <laughs> we're just gonna jump all around. So at the end of this movie, there's this a, a shootout essentially between uh, a former Secret Service agent, service agent, a current Secret Service agent, and the titular first kid. And I I don't think this movie understands how guns work like it looks like the secret service are only working with bb guns yeah, <laughs> like yeah. the way it shoots out and it hits a it hits the villain in the neck and then he's like oh man that hurt and then he goes to jail yeah yeah and he's very slow and the uh aiming of the gun to the person i, I yeah. felt like body swap was in um amateur in some ways i'm proud of the movie but then i watch this and it's like well even the big budget movies and they have some impressive shots of like going out of the white house over the washington dc but it's got the cgi from back then so you can tell it's like a cgi white house in some ways sure uh, there's definitely like dubbing issues where like they had yeah there is so much dubbing i think i think a third of Sinbad's lines are just, they did ADR yeah, after the fact. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he's with that snake and then he's with the, yeah, rollerblading, it's a lot of that stuff. I'm like, he must have, I'm wondering if they like got to go do some stand up while they're, uh, they have a different guy in that, uh, uh, Coca Cola cup rollerblading <laughs> around. That's yeah. There, of course. Uh, if you if you see this movie for any reason, it's because you can see Sinbad dressed as a pizza being chased by the one kid from Home Improvement, and that's if that's not a swinging endorsement of this movie, I don't know what is. Yeah. But but yeah, the the ADR um is so ridiculous. At the very end, you can like halfway through Sinbad's the second to last line, they just completely switch because I guess either maybe a helicopter flew over or Sinbad was like, I can do that better if I'm in a completely uh neutral environment in a sound booth. <laughs> yeah. Uh I don't know how Sinbad lasted as long as he did and I should say his name in the movie is Sims. He he doesn't seem to be good at his job until he starts hanging out with Luke, who's the first kid mm-hmm. in the movie. He keeps calling in or staging bomb threats so he can uh, illegally park and get free donuts and coffee every morning. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really understand what was going on with that one. And it was like, yeah, 
it didn't make sense. I, I will say, Other shout out. Other than Dunkin' Donuts product placement. Yes. The <laughs> really blatant product placement from Dunkin' Donuts. And I will give a shout out to um, the actress that plays the coffee shop lady. Because she comes up and says, here's, here's your bomb coffee with two creams. And then she sprints like it's about to explode. <laughs> and, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. I guess also, well, speaking of which, on Body Swap, were there any kind of just like two line players or day players that just kind of completely knocked it out of the park like that i really liked um think it's something like in the beginning i mean i just really liked the scene of the hallmark scene i thought that was good mm-hmm. uh, uh some actresses like uh the actress playing vanessa i don't think she had she may have had one line or two um i don't think she had any lines and then uh actresses were turning it down and she was a uh, uh, someone in louisville with like hundreds of thousands of youtube followers and she was game and so i reward actors sometimes with like more lines and so i gave her like two or three and more to do and i'll probably yeah. have her back for another movie you know to do another part yeah like i um in college i filmed a pilot and i remember we had this woman that just came in for one scene and I would love to act in another life. It's just uh, I did it in co- uh, in high school and a little bit in college. But like you meet some actors that they just do it for the love of it. This woman had one scene, but she just absolutely gave it her all for just us like 21 year olds that were just doing a project for school. And like she kills it. And yeah, it's it's this thing that like you don't realize how much there's just so much talent everywhere. And like the people that just like to have fun with it, you, you got to keep them uh close by i mean eat it up because like i mean you, even if you had a big part in a movie it's not um it's hard to make a living off of acting in movies that's why i make the movies and hopefully that'll lead to long-term success um for sure uh my ultimate goal and this is why i want you listeners to support is to make films but then also not have to be um, I don't want to act in other films because it's hard to get those parts. So I'd rather just leave them open for other actors and just do one movie a year or so. Yeah, um, and it's also you know you you make your own opportunities. Like I I just enjoy podcasts so much that I started this three years ago, and it's it's been a fun constant in my life. And as long as you're getting pleasure from it, yeah, yeah, keep going. So yeah, so first kid, let's see. Um, what yeah. are some thoughts I had on it? Well, um, I will say in terms of like uh, like actors. Like I, I do not know this actor that plays the first kid, Brock Pierce. He is so good in this. Like he, he cries several times, and I legit hated him at the beginning of the movie because <laughs> he was so annoying. Yeah, uh, and he's great. I will say, as an adult, his Wikipedia page is filled with a bunch of wild stuff. Like he got into like <laughs> cryptocurrency. Yeah, he yeah, ran for that. president this year. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know what that meant. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, out there, <laughs> I think. I think it may have been a joke or something. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, he had hadn't acted. I looked up that and he hadn't acted since 1997. It's one of those things where like you could only have child actors for so much of the day. So it seems like he probably was available. Whereas like the home improvement kid, maybe was only available for you know a few. Uh, Mm-hmm. You you know a few scenes, and so they got so they got sort of a bigger uh, child actor for those scenes. Um, yeah, uh, he does a great job. Uh, you, when he's crying, you feel like really sad for him. Yeah, he cry he does cry a lot in this movie because 
this movie, if uh, it the thesis statement is like, boy, it's hard to be the first kid. Like, I I kept thinking, and I don't know if you did while watching this. That, yeah, being locked down. Yeah, being locked down was woo, real tough. But also, like, I keep thinking, why if like any of the first children that like I just know colloquially from growing up in the United States, like I can't imagine like Sasha and Malia Obama just like hanging out by themselves out and about or uh, the Bush sisters just kind of like going to the mall with nobody or knowing where they're going. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But this this kid wants to live a normal life. Yeah. I think uh, I have seen videos of them out and stuff, but yeah. Uh, uh, it's a it's it's uh, one of those kid movies where it's like um, it's like a guy version of being a princess or something. It's like being in the White House and being a kid. I, I thought I don't know why I remember this movie. I thought maybe there was more things about like getting like uh, there's no you know get the chef to make some eloquent thing or something. It's not he doesn't really get any perks of. Yeah, that's Dang. a really good point. I I thought this would be a lot kind of like Richie Rich or something where he... Because, I mean, at some point in the movie, uh, Sinbad is like... Elegant was the word. I think I said eloquent, but whatever. Yeah, it's same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but like Sinbad is like, let's get you some food. And um, Luke goes, oh, no, the kitchen's closed. Like, that's not how it works. You're the, you're the <laughs> son of the president. Like, I think Obama's talked about like, yeah, I would just get like a burger or something at like one in the morning sometimes if it was a late night. Like... <laughs> Yeah, you're the first kid. You can get whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, and they do seem to be like, you can't go to the dance. Uh, it's like, why don't you go out there, get the bomb, see if it's a bomb <laughs> at any, just at at the very least. Uh, yeah, and Simba was just uh, like, oh come on, people leave duffel bags in front of the White House all the time. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like he's a, he's a great mentor and like you know uh, supervisor for specifically Luke the first kid, but he's not a great Secret Service agent. <laughs> yeah, uh, Simbad does seem to be still doing stuff. He's doing Malcolm X in some show or something. Um, yeah, but, he uh, he's just been one of those people that's just a steady um, performer. I I personally don't really uh, know his work that much. Uh, I do know that. Uh, it was he was part of that huge Mandela effect conspiracy that he was in a genie movie. Uh, oh, <laughs> but that that's, wasn't true. I don't think that's true at all. I mean, I, I it's Shaq for sure, but yes, um, maybe maybe there's an alternative one or something. Yeah, but I I do uh, remember we did cover another Sinbad movie uh, a while ago on the podcast. We we talked about Jingle All the Way, which if I'm comparing the two, I I would probably say that this is a better movie than jingle all the way mm-hmm. jingle yeah all the i haven't way is seen sl- jingle all the way in a while but yes uh, oh it is a slog to get through jimmy i don't <laughs> i do not recommend it okay uh but yeah like i i think i this is one of those movies where they clearly they choose um sinbad because it's sinbad he can clearly riff and just kind of be fun with it and they just give him as much rope as he wants uh, for the entire movie. Like you can tell, uh, like we were saying with the ADR, like there are all these moments where he's just kind of riffing to himself. And I mean, uh-huh. it's great. He's he's like a fun enough guy and he he has enough heart. Like he, he very much fills the role that like The Rock 
kind of fulfills now or like a few years ago with yeah. just being I mean Disney would put nice. these obscure comedians like I think the only movie Harlan Williams has ever starred in is Rocket Man which is like a Disney movie back then oh and yeah like, uh, so they'll like put obscure they'll use a lot of their people from abc because disney owns abc especially at the time they just bought it um for sure so you'll see people and lion king from those abc shows and i like that i like that about warner brothers they do that is um hire people continuously they work on all their projects totally and it's also like this is this is like the late 90s so this is still a period in uh like you know entertainment history that uh, like TV actors are still kind of looked down on a little bit. Like it's just like, oh, it, mm-hmm. you're just acting in TV. That's not well. It's uh, not that... interchangeable like it is now. Yeah. Exactly, and so I think like uh, you're right that a lot of these people, you just kind of see these lesser known comedians. But it's also uh, like if you back then would have a TV actor starring in a movie, it's a lot cheaper than getting, I don't know brendan fraser or something for yet another disney movie but i mean it it paid off like he's a household name even if not for you know high art well you know what here here's here's like a weird thing that we still haven't talked about somehow bill clinton has a cameo in this movie oh yeah yeah so it happens (laughs) after bill clinton at least yes so this movie came out in 96 so i guess in the universe of this movie, it takes place in an alternate 96 where Bill Clinton lost the presidency uh, for a second term or he was successfully impeached, whatever. And uh, you have President Paul Davenport. And so the the President Davenport is on a video call with Bill Clinton. And Bill Clinton is like, hey, I think I left my saxophone in the White House. And the president is like, I'll get to it later, Bill. And then he's like, okay, bye. And... <laughs> apparently this is also the only time in film history that um a sitting president has like appeared in a movie like a, a scripted movie not a um you know a documentary or something but uh <laughs> there does i thought contact also had that uh bill clinton showing up so actually as i i really only know this because i watched contact really like two weeks ago so contact they took footage oh, just from a just clip from a press conference and then used in the context of the movie. And uh, it pissed off CNN so much that they were like, yeah, we're not going to let anybody use uh, our video in uh, film ever again. Seems like they kind of do that all the time, but yeah, I don't know. Well, It's just Uh, like Larry King does anything. He's like, hello, (laughs) I'm talking to the Hulk or whatever. Yeah. 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 And then, (laughs) yeah. And that was like, yeah, people have a problem with that because they're wondering how uh, much of it is real. And then uh... this, I this is also weirdly like another weird thing about this movie. And this is the last uh, filmed appearance of Sonny Bono, the the one time oh, yeah, partner, yeah. musically and a lover of Cher. Uh, like this was when he was a congressman uh, mm. or a senator, and right before the, I think the movie came out, I believe. Uh, a little bit after he died, but mm-hmm. this uh, <laughs> this was his final on-screen performance as just like, mm-hmm. you know, just himself <laughs> going to see the president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a good one. Uh, I wondered uh, where that fell in the timeline of him. I remember him dying. Yeah, uh, oh, so, yeah, I know what right I was going to say now. Sure. Uh, um, I don't know how it tied in, but this is uh, from a million um, 
things ago. Sure. It's him saying uh, the kid internet. Yes. <laughs> I got it off the kid internet. Like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, I also wrote that down. He also, well, he, so that's Luke. Yeah, because he, I forget what he got off of the quote unquote kid internet. But yeah, it's see- the thing that goes da da da, like has all the phrases that go appears right. throughout the movie where yeah, yeah that's, that's what, what he has he like the, the ferris bueller thing where it's like it, it makes yeah, yeah. noises that he recorded but we also see earlier that he um <laughs> is chatting with a, a stranger in a chat room because this is 1996 and we all love and remember instant messaging uh but he the the website is called teen net so there's kids internet and then there's also a specific service called teen net and <laughs> God, this was such a nice throwback of like typing in full sentences uh, <laughs> in an instant messenger and like reading it out loud. Uh, yeah. But in terms of like internet in movies, like it kind of looks good. Like it looks so much better than hackers or or something like that, where it's just yeah, like yeah. going into the mainframe. It's just like a word document essentially, but it mm-hmm. it works. Yeah. Other than the like 3D head to introduce it, like everything has oh to have God. a 3D head to introduce something. I love so the that 3D you know, head. know it's a computer at that time. Like, yeah, I do remember IGN having video uh, game clips, um, and IGN still around, still showing video game clips. But I remember that back then, it took forever to watch them. But um, internet was not insanely different than it is now, but it did look like very crappy and cheap. Yeah, and also just uh, slow. I remember waiting like 25 minutes for a single game to load. And I I mean, we were patient about it. But I mean, earlier today, a web page was taking a little bit too long to load. And I just like closed my laptop and reopened it. And I'm like, that'll the Closest to the look of uh, uh, back then is IMDb looks pretty much like it did back then. And um, yeah, <laughs> forever. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's just like a text since, file. like 91. I, I didn't know about it till about 2000s. But um apparently the space jam website the website for the original space jam still up that looks it is it's it's really a blast from the past also like i mean if you if you've never gone on like archive.org to just like look at old websites or just even like this is what youtube looked like in 2007 it is such uh just like a mind freak and it's that's always fun and i mean like some of the first domains which were registered like mid 80s um, are ones that are really big today. Apple.com, Adobe.com. Those mm-hmm. technology companies are still, I think Oracle.com is one that's uh, one of the first 100 websites oh, ever I registered. So uh, I forgot what the very first one was. It's not, uh, it's kind of obscure, but I think one <laughs> of the first three is like um, Apple, because Apple was bigger in the 80s than the, uh, or in the sure. 90s. Um, so, uh yeah go look up that list of the first 100 (laughs) websites ever registered it's about 1980s Uh, there's gaps too it's like a few in the 1985 and then a few in 1986 87 you know yeah and i guess like because this movie came out in september of 96 so this is kind of when um this about the time that people corporations big and small were like okay we like actually have to understand what this internet is and that it works yeah it's still quaint it's still also funny to see like a domino's pizza box without like a bunch of writing on it like yeah things have gotten more uh 
it's just the big logo on it. You know, it's not, they don't have um, tons and tons of graphic design in For advertising. Sure. And, and, and uh, this is also like, uh, I mean, we, we also haven't mentioned the VR that they show in this movie. It is, it's like Lawnmower Man. It is so <laughs> uh, disgusting, but in a way, it's just so good. I love it. Well, VR did not take off till... That was kind of, that's always the funny thing about VR is the headsets and everything is very similar to what we have, but VR never, VR still hasn't really taken off, but it didn't, it, yeah, it's like just all about recently that hasn't power. Any, even anyone thought of it as, any, as anything <laughs> and they'll have it in lawnmower man and VR. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. And um, people are like losing reality and the, the guy talking is very, is very scary. The announcer <laughs> in that I have an announcer in body swap. If you remember where. Uh, the director's the one that says loser. That's uh, right. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get that from this movie. I don't, it was not, a, this movie is not an influence on the stuff I make, but <laughs> in a way it is because uh, I watched a lot of movies like these, like jungle to jungle and all these as a kid. And they've uh, definitely influenced me. Full house. For sure. Yeah. So, so your style. next movie is going to be about um, the secret service for the vice president's kid. It's literally <laughs> about a princess, a, a woman that finds out she's a princess. So maybe there was. A, a <laughs> yeah, there's some influence. Disney. There's some Disney fun in there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I'm trying to think, are there uh, are there any last uh, big parts of this movie that we haven't discussed? Obviously, you know, there's so much. There is, of course, a love story um, because. It's, uh, I think it has a lot of good representation of like we got a handicapped person, we got uh, some African American representation. It like it feels genuine. Like it it wasn't one of those things where it took me out of the movie because I mean you've seen I'm sure anybody listening has seen some of those like Disney Channel original movies or Hallmark movies and it's just the same looking white person just copy and pasted 19 times onto a movie poster. Yeah, yeah. But like. Uh, I think the nineties is also like a really good time for uh, probably not across the board, but in some cases like diversity in talent and yeah, like yeah. seeing, especially the inner workings of the white house. They got, uh, is he the, uh, I think he's the voice of Rafiki and uh, Lion King. I don't know that actor's name though. I, um, look up I don't believe Robert. So, he's, he's been in stuff. He's been in a lot of things. His name's, Robert Guliami, and he sort of is, is like the mentor. And yeah, he does do Rafiki and uh, Lion King. Oh, but he's wow. been in a lot of stuff over the years. I did uh, not notice that. He's done that voice in like all these uh, all these Lion King sequels and uh, Kingdom Hearts. I'm looking at his zombie. IMDb yeah, right I, ju- now, so. <laughs> I just logged on to it too. And yeah, like especially towards the end of his life, like uh, he's doing a lot of stuff with Half Life 2. Um, yeah, he's. Oh, I didn't know he. Yeah, he died recently, but I do. Yeah, I think I remember that being in the news when he died. But yeah, okay. I didn't know that. But yeah, they're still using his voice in some video games and stuff. So I didn't quite. Uh, yeah, there's I a mean, gap, and then they're using iconic. it in um, Timon and Pumbaa at the movies. I don't know what that is, but okay. I don't know that one. <laughs> I mean, I know. I know. Lion it looks King like it's. Uh, it looks like a. Um. um an approved. Um, mystery science theater with like um kids movies. Ooh. That's interesting. Ooh, okay, okay. Well, you know what, Jimmy, you found what I'm gonna watch tonight after I finish Body Swap <laughs> movie. Um, but here, but uh, before we go, um, let's quickly, uh, like we do every episode, this is the part of the uh the show where we uh rate it. So we're gonna give it uh a, a number on a scale of zero to five. Uh, if you want to be as specific with decimal places as you want, go for it. And 
uh, we'll average our answers together and figure out where first kid ranks uh, in our list of movies that we've reviewed. Do we reviewed. do in so, point, point whatever, point five and Yeah, that. for sure. Yeah, okay. be as specific as you'd like. So, Jimmy, well, I'll start with you. What, what would you like to give uh, first kid today? I'll do about 3.1. Yeah, I think that's so. I'm I'm doing just a tiny bit uh, lower than you at two point two. Mm-hmm. Like I think this movie is, uh, you know, it's not Shakespeare by any means, but like it's firmly in that level of camp where it's not high art, but you enjoy it. You like I was yeah. not bored watching this movie, which we've I've had several movies on this show where I've watched it and I've been like, okay, fine, but. Uh, they're a slog, but I... And I at an hour 40, it's a pretty long kids movie, and it does not seem to be too bad. Like, you get, you yeah. get a lot. Uh, yeah, it's... Um, I would recommend it. I like the uh, nostalgia feel of it. Definitely watch a bunch of those kids, uh, Disney movies, live action around those times that were like theater releases. They totally. were pretty good. Yeah, so crunching the numbers, looking at our rankings, we're putting first kid... Uh, just above a Goofy movie and just below Looney Tunes Back in Action. Weirdly enough, First Kid and a Goofy movie have the exact same score of 2.65. We, I, I I'll, that, I'll agree with that. I like the Goofy movie. It's yeah. a bit odder in a way than that one, though. Like It's For definitely sure. living up to its title. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, this is hit. This is history right here. This is the first time that we've ever had one that's the exact same score, so... Uh, congratulations. We're gonna, we'll oh, pop the cool. champagne when yeah. we're done. Uh, but uh, Jimmy, thank you so much for uh, coming on and talking first kid with me. So, uh, of course, you have uh, your movie uh, Body Swap. So, uh, is is there anything else you'd like to plug today? Uh, no, that's it. Uh, BodySwapMovie.com, and I always uh, plug it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, thank you for having me on, Ross. It was a lot of fun talking. Yeah, movies. my pleasure. And yeah, as always, you can find us. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at KidFlixPod. And if you rate and review us on iTunes, it helps a lot uh, with our, you know, stuff. So yeah, give us five stars. Oh, thank you. Uh, so that is all for today. We will hear you in a fortnight and go, go, gadget, end show.